Welcome to the Strength in Business podcast, which is all about maximizing your impact by implementing a powerful marketing system that will help you perform at your highest level. And now, here is your host, Chris Rock. Welcome to a new marketing session at Strength in Business. My name is Chris Rock, and today I'm going to share with you six things that I learned from the mighty warrior King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. No, it's not the Nebuchadnezzar, the ship from Matrix. It's about the real king of Babylon. And um, I'm going to share these things uh, to help you develop powerful marketing campaigns that engage your audience and generate more business for you. But before we get into the main topic, let's have a look at this week's questions first. And the first one is from Jeannie, and Jeannie is a dentist, and she lives in Portland, Oregon. And Jeannie approached me with the following question. Hi, Chris. I started using social media to offer tips and advice on how to keep your teeth healthy and clean, and of course, to get new patients. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now, and you talked about Facebook ads and how you're using Twitter to promote your business. What about LinkedIn? Should I use LinkedIn in my business? I mean, I have a personal profile, but other than that, I don't know what to do with it. Well, first of all, welcome to the show, Jeannie, and thanks for your awesome question. And yes, you're right. I mean, I talked a lot about Facebook, about Facebook ads and Twitter, but haven't mentioned LinkedIn for quite some time now. So thanks for your honest feedback. And I'll definitely put LinkedIn on my topics list. I will schedule some blog posts to share valuable insights about LinkedIn. And I will most certainly include these insights um, into my next podcast. So thanks for that, Jeannie. Now back to your question. I mean, oh my God, LinkedIn is so amazing, especially, okay, listen to this, especially if you have a high paying clientele and some high profile customers. I mean, it's definitely a great social media channel to share your valuable knowledge and expertise and ultimately to make sales. Now, just like Facebook or Twitter or any other social media channel, LinkedIn should be looked at as a top of marketing uh, funnel. However, the customers that you will gain through LinkedIn are often, in my opinion and what I've experienced so far, are often very, very valuable. I mean, high paying customers. Now, why am I saying this? I'm working with a couple of dentists from the United Kingdom who are doing an amazing job on LinkedIn and who have gained awesome patients. I mean, high paying clients. So the most important thing, and I will come back to this over and over again, and I'm very, very sure you heard this oftentimes, know your audience. I mean, you have to know who your custom avatar is. You have to know these people very, very well. What are they looking for? What are their problems, their needs, their worries, their frustrations, desires? And where do they like to hang out? Is it LinkedIn? Is it really LinkedIn? I mean, do they prefer LinkedIn over Instagram, Twitter, or StumbleUpon, 
whatever social media channel it might be. So that's the first thing that you need to know, okay? So your custom avatar. And second, make sure if, if you engage on LinkedIn properly, make sure you have a strong personal profile and add a company page. You can do that by navigating at the top bar to interests and um, simply add a company page and fill in everything that is requested. I mean, at least for now, because um, LinkedIn, just like the other uh, social media channels, they're changing constantly their look and feel. Not so often as Facebook does, um, but still. So you'll find it at the top navigation bar, go to interests and then add a company page. One strategy that works amazingly well for my clients in the UK, as I said, because uh, they're both dentists, is groups. I mean, they have created groups and one of them has two groups, one public and a private group, and the other dentist decided to stick to his uh, private group. Now, the cool thing about these groups is that you build a community of genuine people who are really, really interested in your advice, the products and services that you offer. And if you're going for groups, which I highly recommend, make sure you share valuable tips. I mean, you could share new research studies from your medical field. You could do survey results. Um, recommend magazines. Very, very important. Recommend good magazines. Write short articles. I mean, just to get the word out and provide good quality content and information. And make sure you interact with the members, you engage in conversations and answer all questions that are asked. And I'm pretty sure you'll build a nice list of prospects. I mean, high quality prospects as time goes by. Because as you know, I don't believe in overnight success. I mean, it's kind of a crappy thing, as you know, uh, but I'm sure you know that. And um, yeah, that would, that, would, uh, that would be my take on LinkedIn. Jeannie, I hope this was helpful to you. Loads of greetings to Portland in Oregon. Thanks for submitting your question. And more importantly, thanks a lot for your loyalty. I mean, I appreciate it very, very much. The second question comes from Mike in Auckland, New Zealand. And Mike asked the following, Hey Chris, my question is about Facebook ads. When you set up an ad for the very first time, do you go straight into optimizing for conversions? Well, great question, Mike, and welcome to the show. Now I'm winding around here, so let me get straight to the point. When I set up a Facebook ad for the very first time and my final goal is website conversions, I mean, 95 plus of the time, I optimize first for clicks to website. So what I'm doing is basically I'm splitting the entire process into two as I want to be able to figure out fast, and the keyword is fast, what's working and what not. And therefore, the first thing that I do, I optimize for clicks to website to ensure that my ad is working. So what do I mean by that? Is my targeting okay? Is my image good enough, okay? Does the ad get the clicks that I want? Is the copy good? I mean, I keep testing and tweaking until I'm cool with the clicks, until I get the most bang for my click. Only after I'm done with this first step do I move over to step number two, which is to optimize for website conversion. And the reason why is because if I go straight into conversions, 
I mean, I have no clue what works and what not. It's way more difficult to figure out whether the ad isn't set up properly or my my landing page sucks. I mean, because um, if I manage to drive highly targeted traffic to the site, I'm about to convert. But then for some reason, I mean, could be the copy, it could be the image, confusion in terms of I don't have a clear call to action CDA and that site doesn't convert. If I go straight into conversions, I wouldn't know that, okay? So uh, by splitting the process and by going first for clicks to website, by doing this, I'm able to, frankly, to speed up the process and get results faster. Plus, I know what needs to be tweaked. I mean, it's less time, less cost, it's faster and better results. So yeah, that would be my approach, Mike. And uh, I very much hope this answers your question. Thanks again for tuning in and listening to my show. And loads of greetings to Auckland and all my friends in New Zealand. What about you? Do you have a burning marketing question? Hit me up on Twitter at Chris Rock and send it to me. Use hashtag AskChris. Your question might as well be the next one I'm answering in the upcoming podcast episode. If you're looking for further marketing information and resources, visit my blog at strengthinbusiness.com. Now, back to our main topic. Six things ancient Babylonians would say about marketing campaigns. The Babylonians were the most powerful state in the ancient world after the fall of the Assyrian Empire. They built the famous city in ancient Mesopotamia in the fertile plain between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers and created the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, which became one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. Now, what's all this got to do with marketing campaigns, you might ask? Let's dissect what I just said and see what we've got. So there are these ancient people who managed to build the most powerful capital in the ancient world. They know exactly how to harness the power of two rivers and use the fertile soil to feed the city's inhabitants. And on top of that, they are creative enough to build one of the seven wonders of the world. Hmm, makes you think, right? Now, I thought, why not take these lessons and see how to build successful marketing campaigns using a Babylonian king strategy. And therefore, I decided to share with you six things that I learned from King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon to help you develop powerful marketing campaigns that engage your audience and generate more business for you. Number one, are your marketing campaigns strong enough to withstand the storm? If there's one thing that the mighty warrior king and ruler Nebuchadnezzar II understood early on, it's the following. In order to consolidate your power and build a city that one day will be recognized as a wonder of the world, which indeed happened, the Ishtar Gate and the Hanging Gardens were added to the list of the seven wonders of the world. So, if you want to do that, you need to control all the trade routes across Mesopotamia. Furthermore, Nebuchadnezzar spent the tolls and taxes he collected 
to surround the city with super thick walls, thus making it nearly impossible for enemies to climb over or destroy. Now, how is this relevant to you? To be able to cut through all the noise and clutter and reach the right audience, your marketing campaigns need to have a strong foundation. The key elements have to be in place. Your marketing message needs to be compelling and you have to know exactly who you're targeting and where these people are spending their time. You can't expect to yank out a campaign where you have put little to no effort and be rewarded with great results. Good marketing doesn't work that way. So key takeaway number one, create strong marketing campaigns, that is powerful marketing campaigns with a strong foundation. Number two, do you have a strategic approach? This one derives from the story above. The Babylonian king put some serious thought into building his empire. He controlled the money, okay? So he controlled the money that was coming in because he was collecting tolls and taxes. And he also controlled the way the money was spent. So he used the money to build the most powerful city in Mesopotamia. These proven systems and processes enabled the Babylonians to live a very prosperous life. Now, how is this relevant to you? Stop random acts of marketing. Stop random acts of advertising. I mean, put marketing systems and marketing processes in place that eliminate all the guesswork. I mean, you have to focus your attention, your valuable time and resources on increasing client retention and profits. Therefore, you need a strategic approach. That would be key takeaway number two. Number three, did you allow your creative genius to come up with great ideas? Despite no definitive archaeological evidence, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, attributed to King Nebuchadnezzar II, became one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. The magnificent city of Babylon was a center for the arts and intellectual pursuits. The ancient history encyclopedia writes as follows. Women enjoyed equal rights with men under Nebuchadnezzar's rule, though certainly not completely equal in status nor opportunity by any modern-day standard. Schools and temples were plentiful, and literacy, mathematics, and craftsmanship flourished along with a tolerance of and interest in other gods and other faiths. Now, how is this relevant to you? Be creative. Let your creative juices flow. Test different images, colors, and layouts. See what's appealing to your audience. I mean, sometimes images you thought will never work end up being clicked the most, okay? So let your creative juices flow when it comes to setting up marketing campaigns. Number four, what's your long-term plan? King Nebuchadnezzar set out to create abundance. He built a Babylonian city he hoped would be recognized as a wonder of the world, which happened. The mighty king had a clear vision and an amazing long-term goal. He knew that if he shoot for the stars, he might as well land on the moon. I mean, worst chaos scenario, land on the moon. How is this relevant to you? Ensure longevity of marketing campaigns and brand messages. 
Don't throw away sales letters that converted well in the past. Test them out anew. You don't need to reinvent the wheel every time you create a new campaign. Now, obviously, you should add fresh new elements consistently. However, make sure you keep what's working and improve what's not. Okay, so key takeaway number four, longevity of marketing campaigns and brand messages. Number five, did you choose a fertile soil? The Babylonians were clever enough to build their city in the fertile plain between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. The extensive and impressive irrigation systems that provided water to the city's numerous luxurious gardens were only possible due to Babylon's outstanding location. How is this relevant to you? Pick your marketing channels wisely, just like the Babylonians did with their fertile soil. This applies to both online and offline distribution channels. Test different ad placements, test devices. You need to know where to place your marketing campaigns and ads to get the most bang for your click and generate the highest conversions. So key takeaway number five, choose a fertile soil. Translated, choose the right ad placement. Number six, how good is your copy? According to the ancient history encyclopedia, the thick walls that protected the Babylonian city bore the inscription, I am Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. The ancient king most certainly knew how to position himself. His message was visible to everybody and it stood out. The ad placement, so to say, was successful and it kept enemies away. How is this relevant to you? Learn to write good copy. Learn to write great copy. It's more to a successful marketing campaign than choosing the right image, the color palette and placement. To make your message stand out from the crowd, you'll need to have great copy. So here's a short recap of the six things that we learned from King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon about developing successful marketing campaigns. Here we go. Number one create strong and powerful marketing campaigns okay so make sure you have a strong foundation second of all have a strategic approach put marketing systems and processes in place that eliminate all the random acts and hope marketing number three be creative test different images layouts and colors to see what's appealing to your audience number four longevity Ensure longevity of marketing campaigns and brand messages. Number five, choose a fertile soil. That is, pick your marketing channels wisely. Make sure you test different ad placements so that you know where you get the highest bang for your click. And number six, learn to write great copy. Now, Doing one of the above will improve your marketing campaign significantly. Combining all of the above, that is doing all of the above, will take your marketing message to a whole new level. As a conclusion, make your marketing campaigns worthwhile. Make them clickable. Better yet, aim to make them worth to be read about centuries later. Why not? In encyclopedias, just like the ancient Babylonians did. 
Nowhere is King Nebuchadnezzar and his pursuit to create magic so desperately needed as among a shipload of technology-driven marketeers who just follow whatever technology has to say. What about you? What are your tips for building and running successful marketing campaigns? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send me a tweet at Chris Rock. I'd like to end this session with a quote by George Samuel Clayson. He's the author of the financial bestseller, The Richest Man in Babylon. And here's what he writes. Advice is one thing that is freely given away, but watch that you only take what is worth having. Thanks for listening. I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Happy marketing and remember to always play to your strengths. Thank you for listening to the Strength in Business podcast. Submit your questions on strengthinbusiness.com and follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Rock. That's K-R-I-S-Z-R-O-K-K.